You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Under blue moon I saw you So soon you'll take me Up in your arms to lay Good morning. Hey, it's 928 on the dot here in Morning's Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. He's Dick. I'm the other one. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. We were recording today's Making Connections with Stacey Harris, and things got a little heated in a good way, conversation-wise. A good way or air quotes, fingers in the air, a good way? Just don't worry about it. We apologize. Because I wasn't here. You kicked me out, so I don't know what's going on in here. The shades were drawn and everything, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, anyhow, she's out. We're in. we got a good morning today going on here. Yeah, it is uh, 9.30 right now. We do have a wonderful guest, plural, in the studio. Well, a singular entity. Quotes, guests. No, they're musicians in the in the Conroe area, as they just confirmed. Soul Harbor with the O-U-R uh, are going to be in the studio. A rock and roll. Uh you know, we're going to be playing some live music later. That's going to be around 10 o'clock. So awesome. stick around for that. Until then, it's just going to be Mad Pooper talk the whole time. I'm just kidding. We're not going to be doing that the whole day. All Pooper. <laughs> mad Pooper. 24-7. Okay, so I, I read a funny headline. Okay. Okay, Coachella is, you know what Coachella is? Yeah. So Coachella, just for the audience who doesn't know, is a once-a-year festival with music <laughs> and art, and it's in California. Well, apparently they made a statement to all those coming is marijuana is banned from the venue, but it's in California mm-hmm. because, you know, they just passed a law where right. recreational use is legal. Right. Uh-huh. So it's funny that a private event, which is known for music and art, which is probably where people <laughs> smoke a lot of marijuana, is they're banning it. Now, do you think... The underlying factor is alcohol. Do you think the alcohol people are like, man, we don't want them smoking drugs. We want them drinking beer. Yeah, well, and and that's a really good point, Dick. I, I think you're you're dead bang on with that one because there are no marijuana vendors there of note, I would presume. You know, R.J. Reynolds hasn't come well, out. Well, I think this is what comes out from these type of laws being passed is certain businesses have to do business as usual, and there might be some – I would say, I don't know like how to put it, but like backroom dealings with an event like this because they might not allow people to bring outside stuff. Well, if that makes sense. Like you can't bring outside alcohol. You can't bring outside food. You can't bring outside pretty much anything. Uh, but they don't do that to cigarettes. Do they do that to cigarettes, you think? Yes, you can. Well, here's the thing. You're banned from smoking in California for the most part. Like you, you only can smoke in your house kind of thing. You can't smoke outside. You can't smoke in uh, restaurants. And so that, that's just always cracked me up about, uh, you know, back in my smoking days when I smoked cigarettes. And I would think, you know, oh, it's, it's, it's unhealthy. But these same people who are anti-cigarette smoker uh, would have no problem well, yeah. sparking a doobie. Well, no, now, of course, the, the scale is way different. But uh, I, I think it's a combination of being able to bring in outside stuff. Uh, smoking laws, which is when you can't smoke cigarettes in California, but you can smoke marijuana. And the, the concept that there's not not a, a marijuana vendor, so I think you're you're right on the money with well, the alcohol. 
Well, I think they, I think there's a lot. Of, I don't think that's the sole reason. I think what you said earlier was the smoking's just banned in general. Mm-hmm. It's just banned from the whole venue. Because just because something's legalized doesn't mean it's like you know I mean, alcohol's legal in California, but you well, can't drink everywhere. That's one thing I love about the idea of uh, the pumping gas thing. It's still an issue <laughs> in Oregon when you like the society changes over overnight, and then it's just like people just don't get it. And uh, the smoking thing made me laugh. I remember when Colorado passed it, I was like, you know, it took us about, what, 50 years to finally get people not to smoke cigarettes in our faces. And now, like, imagine going to one of the heavier populated towns in Colorado where everyone's just smoking dope. contact buzz. And I'm just sitting there going like, (laughs) man, I really don't want to be around smoking all the time. But, you know, we just now got over this. Now we're dealing with this. But uh, I found it funny that they had to make a statement about it because either the people who wrote the article read the statement as in – it didn't say marijuana, it just said smoking, you know, it was banned pretty much. And Oh, there you go. Well, yeah, I think if they've put it under that blanket. But, yeah, it is funny that festivals tend to, you know, I, I'm trying not to stereotype, but you have a big music festival. There's expected to be a certain amount of tokage going on. Yeah. And especially in California. A lot well, of people- especially on that CNN report. I think that woman's still recovering from her little bus trip. Right. <laughs> Again, I asked the producer, why do you think that was a good idea? Well, I questioned his state of mind when he said, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I mean, especially on a bus. Yeah. Does that, that make sense? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, there's a thing, a term called hot boxing, and that's what people really do. And I so, can't. Yeah, the, the I'm sure the AC was on circulate, so there's no outside yeah. air coming in. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord. Yeah. So, uh, but outside so, that, sorry, Coachella people. Did you watch the football game last night? I the did national not. champion. I think uh, Jake uh, from Source Talk is going to be back this week. Finally, after like a what seven week hiatus, uh, he'll be back, and I think he's going to be talking about that. I thought he was about, like killed in action, so he, he's he's actually alive. He's alive. Oh man, I held a funeral and everything. Man, well, I was invited, but you know, whatever. Oh, it, it was a private affair. But uh, that's really creepy. Uh, but you have a little statue of him, a little like, oh, Jake. Who told you about my statue of Jake? Jake? Who told you about my shrine? And he, has, he didn't have long hair, so it's all those, like, short hairs you, you kept. That's weird. <laughs> I did not keep Jake's short hairs. Let's just move on from that. I wonder why they never did that in the movies where it shows a person obsessed and they have long, long hair, you know, they make dolls or whatever. They never did, like, a person with short hair. Because what would that even look like? Like a little hedgehog? Like, oh, I made a little little hedgehog of him. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Okay, we're we're moving on from this topic because that's where my brain is. Yeah, the football game was interesting. Okay, okay, this is what I love. I love football when it goes down to that one guy. It's down to the kicker. And this dude shanked it. It was great. Like, my favorite thing about it is they had cameras on him probably because – uh, when you watch football and you talk to people who who really watch football, they know like six plays ahead, like what's going to happen. Like you know, someone was like, "Oh, they're going to have to kick it. They're going to go for the field goal." And so they had the camera on this kicker, this Alabama kicker, kind of going through, getting pumped up, like he's doing his little sideline jig, and he's like, "All right, I kick a couple." My favorite one was he had to go on, but before he had to go on, he had to kick one more ball. So he ran over to the side real quick, put the ball down, kicked it in the net. He's like, yeah. And he like runs out and then just shanks it. <laughs> they could have ended the game right then and there. And uh, they didn't. They had three. Did you not? No, you didn't watch the game. Sorry. Not so they all. had three seconds left okay. on the clock. And so it was the end of the game. And they had, I think it was like a 44-yard field goal, which is, 
it's not easy, but it's not it's hard. It's doable, it's right? It's doable. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he, sh- I mean, he, re- <laughs> and the greatest thing about when they, when football kickers shank it, they're the first ones to know they did it. So me, when he kicks it, he turns around, he's like, no, and he just like, walks off. <laughs> he doesn't even watch it happen. Yeah, buddy. Sorry, but you had one job. Your life yeah. in Titanic. Well, they lookout. went back and won it, and so which was well, interesting. That's good. And uh, well, what's also really funny is I got a, a text from my uh, from a friend saying you need to watch this game. It's getting really good because like they were down by like two touchdowns the whole game, and they came back. So I turned on I think the last minute on the clock and it was just horrible horrible football i was like this is the whole game like people just falling down like like a couple plays a dude just fell because he tripped and i'm like man you don't trip <laughs> i mean you're almost at the highest level you just oh, don't dear. trip especially like it was almost like a nervous trip because he's in the he's a freshman they put a freshman in they replaced the quarterback alabama did and they put a freshman quarterback in for the national champion football game did they, they not have a well, backup the guy, before him he was just doing bad the, the main starter was just doing bad. But did they not have, like, a second string who was not a freshman? Probably not. I mean, apparently. I mean, wow. that, that guy went in there and took care of it. So, so the, the team that put in the freshman He's quarterback. He's the one that won the game, winner, Okay, so the freshman quarterback actually won the game. Okay. Well, good. He's got his moment, his little Rudy moment. All I know from football, I learned from his Rudy. His Menzel moment, Johnny Menzel. Uh-huh. Did you hear uh, Johnny, uh, Johnny Football got uh, picked up by a team? I don't believe you. In it, Canada. In Canada, finally someone let him play. Yeah. He probably couldn't get his passport or his visa. What do they have, visas there? What do they have? Uh, I believe you have to use passport to go back and forth. Well, I meant more cross to, work there, to work there. You can't just go over there and work, can you? Well, no, you, you have a you have a, uh, a sports visa or a work visa. So they call it visas there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Those are. It's like that's how we get Brazilian soccer stars or David Beckham, you know. Probably though, transitioning because the football game was exciting. The out, the minute I saw it was just, it was like, especially when he shanked, I was like, man, this game must have been just horrible the whole game. Because I mean, that's that's pretty funny. But uh, one of the most interesting articles I, I can't wait to follow up on this. I don't know, we talked about this before, but uh, James Demore, who uh, recently worked at Google, who got fired for sending out a memo internally. Uh, basically, uh, the way I read it and summed it up is he felt that there was a better way to create a work environment environment for women in coding because he saw that there's a lot of inconsistencies to making it fair and also engaging for both men and women mm-hmm. to encourage a more positive atmosphere in the workplace. Uh, but basically, Google fired him for it because the words he chose to use and the way it could be perceived. That's the way I perceived it. Uh, he never, and it's a lengthy engineer-like memo. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I mean, like it's it's. There's it's, no flowery prose. It's so funny it. reading it because it does sound like an engineer, and I have a couple of engineer friends, and I'm like, all right, dude, we get it, we get it. Like the whole time, like we get it. Can we get like a too too long? Didn't read the bottom. Like we get it. <laughs> well, anyway, he uh, if you didn't know, he is suing Google for alleging discrimination against them. Mm-hmm. And what's great about suing people is. Uh, discovery happens. And so all these Google emails are getting released, and some of them are really scary. My favorite one so far Mm -hmm. is an HR director is sending a memo, internal memo out to everybody who gets asked to go public to a public speaker. And he goes, note, if you are a white male and get invited to be on a panel and you are the only white male on the panel you please excuse yourself from the panel. 
like <laughs> and it said just say you know apologize for the inc- like inconvenience like but if if it is but if it is a diverse panel you can be on it basically i don't know if there's more than one white male sorry I, yeah I yeah that. I, I so basically the, yeah basically if there's more than one white guy on there then you can't be on it but if there's a diverse panel then you're good i'm not kidding <laughs> you this is like in an email an hr email to their employees that is the benefit of a, of a civil lawsuit is the discovery comes out. And that's, uh, I think, why I, I don't know if there's been any follow up, but I know uh, Roy Moore was threatening a civil suit. Well, he's doing a class action lawsuit, too. Right. Because so, I know some females are also tagging onto this with the original. Yeah, there's discrimination going on. So there's some interesting things coming out with the emails and about how like even they have emails about uh, giving bonuses to those who report. These kind of things. Mm hmm. Wow. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what Google – because, I mean, Google's so big. It is. And it's is. just a bunch of nerds who don't know how to do it. No, just kidding. They know how to do a lot. <laughs> but uh, but I, when I was reading that, I re, I, I've listened to this guy speak before. Uh, he's been on several interviews and, like, uh, like vlogs and all that kind of stuff. And it was quite interesting the way he explained the situation because I can't imagine being in, like, a roundtable and this, they're telling him you're fired. And I'm like, this guy, like, what do he do? So, I think Jerry Maguire them. Yeah, I think I think uh, Google might be regretting this one. This one, it's gonna blow up. Yeah. So Discovery's gonna be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. All these emails. You'll listen to Morning's Lone Star here at irlonestar.com. We're gonna take a quick sponsored break. Did you know we're sponsored? We are. We are. Oh That's my gosh. right. Centurion Wealth Advisors here Conroe, in Conroe. Uh huh. Conroe Coffee. Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Clean. All local companies here sponsoring this community radio station. And uh, it's the perfect trifecta. You get coffee to stay up. You get to keep your house clean. You don't have to worry about it because you can spend that money on investing with Centurion Wealth Advisors. You are awesome with your Check segues there, Dick. Check that well out. Well played, my friend. Well played. It's called Three Degrees of Sponsorship on Mornings and Lone Star. <laughs> it is 941. Again, we have a special guest coming in, Soul Harbor with the O-U-R. It's going to be in the studio. Hopefully we're going to hear some live music. They're rock and roll. It's going to be a lot of fun. You're listening to Mornings and Lone Star. We'll be right back. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. 
offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Your lips a magic world. Your sky We're back. It is 9.43 on a Tuesday morning. Hey, outside, it's about 47 degrees. We're going to have a high of 64, and it's going to be kind of cloudy, thundery, and sunshiny. And rainy. I'm really upset about this weather because I can't grow that ghost pepper. I've been trying to figure out. like, I, What do you need? What kind of weather do you, do you need for it? It needs to be hot. It mm-hmm. needs to be sunny. And it needs to be, like, the atmosphere needs to be warm. Hot? Sunny and warm. Yeah. Okay. If you, Not if just that makes hot, sense. but hot and yeah, warm. Yeah, like I'm online. I'm pretty sure the FBI is going to find me because I'm trying to grow marijuana now because <laughs> I'm finding ways to grow it, grow plants inside. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to be there when they kick in the door. It's ghost peppers, I swear. It's just a ghost pepper. I'll be there with the remote crew and we can uh, up our ratings just a bit. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star. Morning's with Lone Star. Dick growing his ghost pepper, trying to grow his ghost peppers. I'm just really looking forward to it. If anyone has any tips on how to grow legal plants indoors, give us a call. 936-647-3776. Hit us up on Facebook at MWLoneStar.com. You would think Texas is the best place to grow these things. Well, it will be like in three One of the weeks. Best place. When we hit summer in three weeks, yeah, it'll be true, all ready for true. it. True, true true be patient that's pretty crazy i'm really excited about uh see what develops from that james situation james the more the engineer who's fired about google it is all about the discovery we're gonna find lots of lots of dirty laundry is gonna be aired on that uh uh, speaking of like like dirty laundry and stuff the house intelligence committee finally finally got requested documents about the the whole dossier the russian dossier thing okay Uh, now by rules and regulations they were able to Look at the documents, take notes, but they couldn't take them with them. And you can't like run out and make a Xerox copy. Uh, and there's no conspiracy behind that. That's just that's the rules of classified documents. But this is where uh, it is. Yeah, uh, which is why the whole email, the Clinton email scandal, isn't actually is actually a scandal because you're not supposed to disseminate a classified document outside of its original form. And so to to run it through a scanner and PDF it is is a big no no. And but anyhow, they, they got it. So uh, they had to actually threaten sanctions against uh, FBI and Department of Justice if they did not get these documents. So I think finally some answers can be coming out on that. And there will probably be bombshells on all sides of this. You know, there will be things that make you gasp that happen in, in the, the, the Trump camp and things make you gasp in the Clinton camp and the DOJ. Uh, but, you know, the guy, Bruce Orr, the uh, whose wife worked for Fusion GPS. He was a DOJ, a high up DOJ official who was kind of like integral to the whole dossier. His wife worked for the company that put out the dossier. So they demoted him, but now they've demoted him even farther, I think, because he's been subpoenaed as well. Once this discovery starts happening, once the subpoenas start hitting and the testimonies hit, that'll be interesting. That'll be like the oldest, the OJ trial, where seriously during the day we just grab popcorn and tune into the oh, local channel. So? Oh, yeah. We, yeah, people tuned into that. 
And I think that's going to happen on this one. But at least there's forward momentum. 2018 seems to so far be the year of forward momentum. We had a lot of holding pattern in 2017. You know, too many days we had the dead news where we were kind of having to make up fake news just to, you know, sound relevant. And because there's nothing on the headlines. But every day we seem to have stuff on the headlines now. So I'm very happy about that. Okay, so give me an example. Well, uh, things moving forward, the House Intelligence Committee got the documents. They've been asking them for months. They were supposed to be turned over last September. Okay. Um, uh, Damore, his original suit, uh, James Damore, for those of you just missed it, Google employee, the original suit was last year. He was fired. And now all of a sudden there's a class action happening with other people getting involved. And yes, I think, did he get paid out? Well, I think he was terminated on the spot. They Jerry Maguire'd him. No, I'm saying he sued immediately, though. I remember there was some type of countermeasurement to what happened. Yeah, that was for wrongful termination, but not, and I believe so. But this suit is about actual—he's actually saying if you're a white male conservative in Google, you're discriminated against. And that's what he's going with. Now, ironically, these ladies are hopping on this class action because they're agreeing that there is discrimination. So it's not like— you have to be just a woman to be discriminated against. It's if Google shows a legal propensity to discriminate against any okay, cat. Class. Yeah. So we're moving so forward. Let's let's tease this real quick. Let okay. me ask you this question. Uh-huh. What movie comes out in four months? A Wrinkle in Time. Solo, a Star Wars story. And a wrinkle in time. Did you know the Han Solo movie comes out in four months? In four months? I did not know that. I knew yeah. it was coming out. No one knows. No one knew that. Oh, there's there's no pre-marketing. Yeah. Why do you think they're just they just kind of ruined it all with the Star Wars The Last Jedi? Or do you think they're trying to do a different marketing campaign? No, I think they're waiting for the buzz of The Last Jedi to, to die. To die down. Why? Was it bad buzz? No, it was buzz. Just because people going every time someone said it sucked. People going to watch it to determine think, for themselves. I think it's pretty crazy, though. In four months, we're going to have another Star Wars movie, and no one is talking about it. I, this is going to go straight. I feel it's almost going to go straight to DVD, man. <laughs> really? Why, why do you say Who that? Who wants to watch a... Because it's not just Han Solo. Okay, if it was Harrison Ford, we'd watch it. Yeah, this is young. This is like young Sheldon. Well, I feel like it's one of those opportunities just to try something. It might hit, but I mean, more likely miss. But still, like, it could hit. You know, you got the Big Bang Theory and you got Sheldon, the, the nerd. They got a TV show now called Young Sheldon where it's a prequel with him as a kid. That's what this is. They're just. And like, let me guess, that's like the number one show on TV. Probably. Because somehow Big Bang Theory is number one. Yeah. So people will watch it. But someone's watching it. Yeah. It's like, again, the Han Solo, they just got to try it out. Why are you hating on that? Man. Because Harrison Ford is Han Solo. Have you seen even the trailer for it? No. It comes out in four months. That's what I'm trying to say. It comes out in four <laughs> months, and there's not one thing about this movie. I think there's, that I speaks volumes. I think there's a couple, I think there's a couple of pictures. But, uh, well, I, I think the reason being, too, it started with bad news because the director got fired. The two directors, like brothers. Uh-huh. And they had it wasn't Wachowski's, was it? No. Oh, they're, no, they're sisters. sisters they're now, sisters right? now. Come on now. It, it wasn't the Scots, was it? Tony and Ridley? No, Tony Scott died. So, well, the rumor the Cohen is— brothers? No, I forgot who it was, but there the rumor is the trailer's going to hit the hit the theaters this Friday. Okay, do you so. remember when the original trailer for uh, Last Jedi came out and it was disseminated, you know, frame by frame, even down to the color of the the, the font was red. Like, oh, that means there's going to be a Sith Lord in there. I mean, and they released that I teaser think, trailer I think months it's, before. I think it's safe to say that that movie was a disappointment overall. 
uh, and everything about it. Last Jedi. Last Jedi. There were things. There, there was vast room for improvement, but we can only. I, I think the proof of that one will come out with the next movie. Okay. It's a lot of things may have been set up in this one. Or you know, like Snoke gets killed with no explanation, raised parents written off with no explanation. Maybe these things will come around in the next movie, or maybe not. But uh, yeah, I, I agree, definitely. But I see, I didn't like Empire Strikes Back when it first came out, and I was, I was there in '77, and '80, and '83. I was there. Well, another series that's in trouble right now is Alien. <laughs> I was, it- I've been reading since the acquisition of Disney. <laughs> Ridley Scott, who make, who's one of the original folks, and no one wants him to do any more Aliens. Like they want to let someone else tell the story of Alien. Uh, and apparently because all the other ones have done so well well I mean I would say the first three were pretty remarkable for what they were like for a horror scary and plus we had Ridley I mean Ridley's well, like one of the best well three was remarkable that they actually filmed it but I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you no three was an interesting I, I would argue that it, they tried to take it somewhere different and they did it was just one of those subplots that didn't really have anything to do mm-hmm. but it was still entertaining it was I thought it was scary Okay. <laughs> well, how about Alien Resurrection? I know you love that movie. Oh, Lord, I hated that movie with a white-hot passion. And I couldn't even watch Covenant. I watched Prometheus out of, out of you know, hope. Curiosity? Yeah. And uh, just, no, nah, didn't didn't rock my world. But, so, you're talking about new Alien. It's no, like, trouble. well, because they're trying to finish uh, Prometheus and Covenant, and then there's a third one coming out. And they're trying to finish it. Oh, it's called Alien Cash Grab. And then the franchise itself, like the whole franchise, because now Disney owns all of it. So they're trying to figure out what's going to happen to it. And Ridley Scott, like, I mean, his movies have been a hit or miss. Mm-hmm. And what my favorite thing was he announced that he wanted to direct the next Blade Runner. Like the next? The next, next one, one. Yeah. And so because Blade Runner did so well and there was a petition immediately filled out to have him not direct it because... <laughs> I don't. I, I guess because people think man, they're hating on him. Well, he's. I, I would say he's lost his touch on those franchises. He might be able to do like a new movie, but well, I can see same thing. Like uh, if uh, there's a new Terminator and Cameron said I want to do it, there'd probably be an equal backlash. On no him. way. I think that people want Cameron there. Oh, I, w- I would but because they've already tried to give it. You know, four different tries. You can't for even other keep people. up with the the plot line on that. Well, he know you know he's coming back with another one. Cameron? Yeah, they're doing their end uh, pre-development right now for scripts of a Terminator. Of a ter- he basically is he basically is saying everything from three on is cool. Next, and he's going to try to continue it from two. Awesome. So hopefully, he brings back John Connor as like the actual John Connor actor because he was a good actor. Well, what do you mean, like the original yeah. original one, Edward Furlong? Yeah. Okay. I think they could do it. Cause he, if he straightens up, well, he fit. He he look. He would look like what we don't want as a John Connor, and that's what John Connor was. He was just a kid. If Furlong can straighten up, I'd be all for that. That's the only thing I liked about the third one. The third one ending was like last thirty minutes of that movie was actually a legitimate Terminator Terminator movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, we do have a special guest. We're talking movies right now. We can switch. We're gonna switch it up. It's uh, it's nine forty four or fifty four right now. And again, we're gonna have some live music coming up from Soul Harbor. So stick around, we're going to play a couple tunes. And uh, if you ever want to join in on the conversation, 936-647-3776 is the call-in message line. Leave a message, folks. Quit calling. 
and not leaving a message. That doesn't that doesn't help anybody. We have there. caller ID. We know we, who you we, are. It doesn't help anybody. But also, you can message on Facebook, MW Lone Star, and we uh, we might be able to read it out loud if it's appropriate and all that kind of stuff. So, Soul Harbor is coming up. So, stick around. Fate up against a Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep your Office Cleaning. with jewels, the killing moon will come to Hey, welcome back from our music break. It's Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. I'm Skippy. Dick's the other one. It is 10.07. Kind of dreary outside, but we're going to brighten it up for you. In the studio, we got some great guests, don't we, Dick? I don't know yet. We haven't had it on yet. I can't can't make that statement yet. Ah, this is like Schrodinger's studio then. Yeah. They don't exist until we announce their presence. Well, we have. Well, this is our first time being in the studio. Like ever? Ever. <laughs> they have no idea what to expect. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, gentlemen. <laughs> we got Curtis, Lowe, and Carl, otherwise known as. Is that one one name? Yes. They're one. They are so tight with each other. It's Curtis, Lowe, Carl. That's that's the way I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> I was okay. like, wait a second, what? We have Curtis, comma, Lowe, comma, and Carl. See, and I used the Oxford comma in that, the third, the second comma. <laughs> Otherwise known as... What, their last name is Oxford? Yes. Dick, you got to keep up, I'm just, man. I'm just they are, they yeah. are, they Very are. Very excited to have these guys <laughs> in the studio. We have Soul Harbor. That's B-O-U-R. Yeah, that's right. And uh, you can find them on Facebook. Just look up Soul Harbor Band. That's H-A-R-B-O-U-R Band, Soul Harbor like, well, how do y'all like to say it, guys? Like the bourbon? 
Yeah, we spelled it like bourbon. We spell it like bourbon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that works for me. I thought they were this That's hoity-toity wonderful. British band, and I realized not quite. Hoity-toity. Yeah, yeah well, you know, it's Hava. It's still Hava. Welcome to the studio. Well, yeah. uh, let's let them have a chance to introduce themselves one by one. We'll start with the person in front of Sean. Go for it, sir. Hi. Uh, I'm actually one of the new members. Uh, just started with these guys a couple months back. Um, my name is Curtis, and... Um, it's been quite of an experience with these guys, uh, and just been a whole bunch of, you know, just a bunch of good music, pretty much up up in the air. I was waiting for the adjective to come out. It's been a whole bunch of. I was like, don't say <laughs> yeah. it. Just don't say it. Just don't I feel say the same it. way. Ever since uh, starting this it. gig with Dick, it's been a lot of, you know. I don't have yeah. a beat button, guys. <laughs> it's been Let's awesome. Keep it clean. Dick. It's been awesome. We're a morning show, family oriented. No, the Manson family, Not maybe. Really, yeah. <laughs> moving on to i'm carl Lindbergh. hey carl how's it going buddy all righty so you're you're not brand new with the band like this guy um no actually i started it he's he's actually the low me and low started it right back, yeah he, back he, in 97 he's the band doctor too apparently i guess right the dog doctor <laughs> the, uh, that's great because i'm sure the wounds would be you know the maladies would be about the same so but is it because y'all ain't nothing but hound dogs <laughs> we are nothing but hound dogs that's what I'm talking absolutely, about. Absolutely. Yeah. I was afraid Curtis talking. I'm a new member of the band. Uh, joined about 18 minutes ago. And right. <laughs> we, we, we promised a trio. And <laughs> Real. And then we finally got. Yeah. Hey, I'm uh, Lo Leon. Um, Carl and I, we're, uh, we're brothers. We started the band, like, like I said, back in uh, in 97. It's like so. Blood Brothers? Yeah, Blood Brothers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, we're the founding members of the band. We started it back in 97. And, oh, wow. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure my mother, our mother uh, wouldn't appreciate that. But, uh, no, we're, uh, um, uh, like I said, founding members of the band. And uh, we've, we've been together for 97. We took a few years off. And, uh, you know, we're back. And so we're, it's, it's exciting. Now I got a good question for you guys. Since y'all have been back in 97, what has started then and changed now by being a band, would you say? Um, groupies. groupies 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 got older don't yeah. know what those are. you can bring you, <laughs> you, you can bring the mic a little closer to you you can move these things all right there yeah, we go there we go it was booming earlier now you can just you can move it up too it has a you'd think i'd know how to yeah i'll come over there and how help to you. handle a, we are so gonna we watch go. these there guys live in concert <laughs> what's this metal thing in front of me just singing to it I, I would say one of the bigger things is uh what back when we were when we first started playing uh in the uh, early to mid 90s and then when we formed the band 97 uh drop d tuning was really big and uh in playing in the sort of genre that we were playing in, in rock music and well, in layman's term what does that mean it's just a certain way of tuning the guitar um uh, that that was really uh, big with uh, some of the bands of the era that uh, uh, the rock bands would drop D uh, tune their guitars and it, it just give gave it a, a different sound when it okay. came to distortion guitar. So a lot of that has there's still a lot of that going on, but a lot of that has uh, changed from that particular era. And of course, that was Cookie Monster music. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So to describe Soul Harbor too, I'm trying to I'm trying to understand rock today. Because earlier you said you were kind of, uh, if I had to peg you down, you said kind of Southern rock. So what were your influences I, you know, when you woke up one day to say we want to be in a band? It's kind of hard to find because, you know, when we sit down and write something, it's really more country. Okay. We do it with acoustic or with a piano. Yeah. Or and it sounds pretty country. 
And then when we plug in, you put the effects to it, and you get a drummer back there going crazy. Um, it changes. Okay. Well, I know uh, later on these guys are going to be like actually playing in the studio, and yeah. I'm looking forward to that. And if you're listening in, I'm actually going to live, not Twitter, no, what am I, what's live Facebook? Facebook yeah, that Facebook video thing uh, on my computer machine. Live feed? Yeah. Facebook live? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna live feed it. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Don't worry, he's a grandfather. I am. Okay. So <laughs> that's reassuring. I'm a rocking grandpa. He's I'm just now go. learning how to use the thing in front of him. Yeah, still getting the lingo down. It's called a coffee mug, and I know it well. Oh, the other thing in front of me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, we. Um, I mean, that's. I think that was one of the things that uh, sort of, I guess, defined our band was that we started out you know, getting together and playing acoustic stuff. And then you get in and um, we always kind of prided ourselves that everybody in the band could, uh, uh, could, you know, carry a tune and sing. And so everybody <clears throat> brought a lot of different ideas to it. And so uh, we'd write a song and then someone would mash on a distortion pedal and it sounded good on that part. And all of a sudden we got us like a, a country song that has, you know, a rock and roll twist on it. And that's just sort of, it kind of just grew from there and, and we've always stayed close to playing, you know, uh, country type songs. Um, but then when we get in and we, we play them live uh, we change it into something different. So, um, a lot of our original songs are sort of built that way, I think. Cool. So, so. did you do a mix of original and covers? Are you purely original or? We do a mix of both. We, yeah, we do a lot of covers now. Did like, you guys play during the Conroe Americana Music Festival? We played at the... Uh, well, we played at a festival at the Cape courthouse, right? Yeah, festival. we played at the, at the courthouse here. Courthouse, that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I think oh, I that heard was you guys. Festival, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Festival. yeah, okay. Yeah. That's, awesome. where they suck, that's where they suck all the blues people. Like, right. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we used to, we used to um, rehearse right around the corner here in this same building here, right next to the Creighton here on the other side. Okay. It used to be called the Performing Arts Center. I get, oh, I think it's the art gallery now, isn't it? I think mm -hmm. so, yeah. Yeah. There's another recording studio somewhere around here. It wasn't really a studio. It was just kind of a, a, a place where, you know, bands could go and okay. and leave your equipment and go jam out. So it was kind of, it was pretty cool. Yeah, the, there's, there's no rules in downtown. There's no rules. <laughs> yeah. I remember in downtown Houston, a band I was in, there was an old toilet factory. There's a polka not, band, right? No, we, we hadn't invented polka yet okay. back then, no. Uh, we were an 80s band because it was the 1980s. So, uh, but there was a toilet factory that they converted into like a, a space where you know you had to go like 42 different padlocks and stuff, <laughs> and you got into a, and the walls were all covered with like rows upon rows of toilet paper, and that was the your dampening system. That was the yeah, yeah. insulating. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you you literally had to have a keychain with 16 different keys on it just to get to your little room to rehearse in. Right. It was awesome. Sounds like the most <laughs> 80s thing. You can yeah, do. yeah, pretty much. I miss those days. <laughs> so, in y'all's opinion, with the rock and roll of uh, today, what would y'all? Because y'all say you're basically a country with development into rock, depending on what kind of platform you guys are playing on. I feel like country and rock kind of go together hand in hand, depending on if you're doing acoustic or if you're doing electric. Because today's country, like the pop stuff, like it's I, I can't even recognize any country in it, and barely any rock in it. Really, like mm -hmm. I would say, it's heavily influenced by pop. And by the lyrics, by like whatever they they don't do any type of like there's the fiddle. I don't know if the fiddle exists. Y'all fiddle y'all fiddle in y'all's music at all? Like no, no, because y'all no mean, fiddle player. Yeah, because listen to you, you guys, it's definitely rock. That's why I would classify it as rock. Right. But uh, with today's bands, who do you guys like? Who would y'all say y'all compare to? 
with today's uh, bands. Anybody uh, but Bieber. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I feel like that's the, the same answer from a lot of people who really listen to a lot of music. I don't know anyone who really cherishes music and talks about today's band, unless it's a small band like Soul Harbor or something that they saw locally. And they're like, yeah, you really got to check these guys out. And that's right. pretty much the existence of, quote, good music. Right. Well, it's, it's definitely not a cookie cutter. And that's what I'm loving, uh, the resurgence of the local bands. Right. It's almost like uh, uh, independent films uh, for a while or still self-publishing a novel. Back right. in the day, it was, oh, if you can't get a real studio or a real label or a real publisher, you know, good. But then they realized, you no, know, sometimes it is who you know. So uh, I think nowadays a lot of smaller bands uh, playing the festivals, getting the local gigs, building up that local right. audience, and, and then they start to, to hit it. I, I think it's awesome. Well, especially with the digital revolution almost, so your music can be – you know, downloaded legally, Absolutely. spread. Right. I mean, I, as a musician too, do you think musicians' goals have changed since the 90s? Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> like how so? Do you mean more like, because the way I always, uh, I'm not a musician, but I've been, I've been talking to a lot of artists for several, like probably five plus years now. And he's and, been practicing the triangle. And then, yeah, I'm really good about <laughs> being invited right. on the stage and then getting kicked off the stage. <laughs> yeah. But uh, one thing I've noticed too with a lot of bands is it, it comes down to their individual talent and then if they work really well together, that's what brings them success for either a live band. Like you guys bring a lot of energy to the venue, so they're always going to want that kind of band there at least twice a month or something like that. Regardless of who it is, you bring the energy. Uh, then there's another part where I noticed a lot of artists who – focus on songwriting, they get hired out to write songs for other people, uh -huh. and then they kind of have their own band. I think uh, <clears throat> in the when we were coming up and we started, I mean, we started playing, you know, really uh, as a band in the, um, uh, in the late 80s and uh, into the 90s uh, until we formed Soul Harbor. But I think uh, in that same generation, you know, in that 90s, it was still – the thought of when bands were coming up in the 60s and 70s and the 50s where you had to get out and play, you had to get someone to recognize you, you had to solicit, you had to make albums, you had to get them out to people, you had to play shows at the local bar scene and, and have your CDs there and sell that stuff. and yeah, Pay your dues. Pay your dues, you know, you had to earn your stripes. Uh, and I think after that, uh, with the advent of the way the internet is these days, um, there's a lot of underground folks, you know, that can just get recognized because, you know, how many times have you seen like a subway singer, you know, sings his, his guts out and all of a sudden it it goes viral and someone wants to sign the guy. You know, I think Adele, I think that's how she got discovered. She was like an Internet. I'm sensation. pretty sure that's how we got Justin Bieber. I'm pretty sure. No. Like, <laughs> so, well, I mean, there's a good with the bad, right? There's a good with the bad. Yeah, right. he was singing in a subway. Because there's that, uh, what was that guy we played her song just the other day? Rebecca, what's her name? Rebecca Black. Black, with that Friday oh, song. Oh, yeah, I've heard that, yeah. Yeah, uh, well, actually, that it's just uh, raised a really good point. You That's get the good, good and the bad that it's like anyone can be uh, get heard now, but now anyone can get heard now. Right. So it, it may suck. Well, it, double -edged and sword, it, it's also the industry itself had to change with people not caring what they're putting out a lot of people didn't care what the new record or what the record companies were putting out they liked their local guys now they have access to their local scene online mm -hmm. and right. i can buy that album online i don't need to wait and go to you know what are the old sun like right. sun pacific what is that who is that uh cd store right it's like sun pacific or something like that it's kind of like oh suncoast or suncoast yeah or something like that like, you don't records. have to go to warehouse music anymore right it's kind of like cable television now instead of having to buy you know one package to get a million channels that you never yeah. watch 
It's the same with music. You don't have to buy the record. You just you just want that one song. Yeah. So it's kind of changed. Okay. I mean, I think it's for the better at the end because mm-hmm. you get a better quality. And plus, we demand better as a listener, as an well, audience. I think member. the Rebecca Blacks of the world will fade away. It's like, okay, she'll be popular for three days with everybody talking about how horrible the song is. But then you get well, longevity you know, of, of bands like Little Harbor. I think that's what I love about the influence of rock is if you look, ask the folks who love rock and roll, they've loved rock and roll till they die. Mm-hmm. I bet you if you ask a Taylor Swift fan who was 14 when they became a Taylor Swift fan, when they're 70 years old, are they still going to be listening to Taylor Swift? I highly doubt it. Oh, no, I would, it is rock. And that's why I think the seamless transition between rock and country. I mean, think about the covers that have like crossed that. Uh, you got a Kiss song, "Hard Luck Woman," that became country. Yeah. You've got a a, a Billy Joel song, uh, "You May Be Right," that became country. You know, with just changing the twang or or the instrument, it's a seamless transition. So many ways, but you can't get a country version of "Total Eclipse of the Heart." You know, some right. pop song. <laughs> yeah. you, you know, it's a total eclipse. Of <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, Charlie, oh, he said, "Hold uh, my beer." <laughs> so Harbor is releasing a new title track, a cover song. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Actually, So Harbor will be performing here coming up after a quick sponsored break. So if you're in the mood for some live music and listen to So Harbor, check them out online at Facebook.com/SoulHarborBand, and uh, don't forget uh, that's. Spelt like bourbon, so it's harbor like bourbon. So there you go. We'll be back here on more mornings of Lone Star shortly. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors. Now let's get your financial house in order. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. No, it must be the killing time. Welcome back to Mornings with Lone Star, brought to you by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. 
Conroe Coffee, and of course, Centurion Wealth Advisors. It is 1024. We got a special in-studio presentation from the Soul Harbor Band. Check them out on Facebook.com slash Soul Harbor Band. That's H-A-R-B-O-U-R Band. And uh, yeah, we're going live with this on Facebook Live, so if you want to check it out, or you can just tune in right now. How are you doing it right now? Uh, guys, take it away, you know? Sun goes down, my hometown, they can still fade. Street lights take to dancing, and the preacher man says, hey. Say, son, can I get you a drink? Something on the rocks. Don't you worry, you know it's my treat. I got it from the offering box. Looking through my rearview mirror. You took our love and you turned it all wrong. You wanna say it's over. You wanna see me gone say son can i get you a drink something on the rocks don't you worry you know it's my treat got it from the offering box say son can i get you a drink something on the rocks don't you worry, you know it's my treat. I got it from the offering box. Preacher man ain't got no shame. Preacher man, don't you play with me. Won't you set me free? Say, son, can I get you a drink? Something on the rocks. Don't you worry, you know it's my treat. Got it from the offering box. Say, son, can I get you a drink? Something on the rocks. Don't you worry, you know it's my treat. I got it from the offering box. Yes, I did. That was Solar Harbor. Check them out on Facebook.com slash Soul Harbor Band. That's S-O-U-L-H-A-R-B-O-U-R band.com. They also have a Reverb Nation page. Guys, thank you so much for uh, singing that song. We're still going to be hanging out. We're going to take a quick sponsor break after that uh, great song here live broadcasting in studio. We'll be right back after these messages.
Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Hey, we're back in the studio with Soul Harbor. It's 1029 in the morning on a Tuesday. A little dreary outside, but we are heating it up in here. Great tune already. If you didn't listen to them, know that we will be podcasting and YouTubing. Yeah. Or just hit our Facebook page and assuming everything turned out okay, we live Facebooked that, uh, the last song. FB Live, man. FB Live, FBL. Hopefully they'll sing another song for us too a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so that was, you said an oldie but a goodie. Uh, so like, what's the, what's like the oldest song you sing? Do you go back to like Tennessee Ernie Ford or, or Ernest Tubbs or something or Marty Robbins? Um, you mean like covers that we yeah, do? Yeah, uh-huh. Um, man, I don't know. What is the oldest cover we do? Maybe some CCR. Ooh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. A lot of CCR tunes. Um, I'm trying to think. 60s, is, 60s genre is probably the oldest that we go back to. Awesome. We do a couple Kiss tunes, too. We do uh, Hard Luck Woman. We do Strutter. Oh, wow. Nice. We do a little different version. We do the extreme version of that. <laughs> so uh, what uh, gigs do you have coming up? You playing any particular venues? In the We don't coming? have anything right now. Yeah, just we coming just, off the holidays. We didn't book anything. Gotcha. The new, this is our first gig of the new year. Right. But uh, we did, we did uh, of course, talk about uh, you were recently played the uh, Downtown Conroe Crawfish Festival. The cat, yeah. The cat, is that, catfish. Is that a catfish, not crawfish. Dare you, sir. Yeah, How dare you? Yeah, dare. crawfish is one of those Woodlands ones. Like Catfish Festival. <laughs> I was like, How was that gig? Was it cool? It was fun. Yeah, it, it was, was a lot, lot of fun. Very cool. Yeah. A lot of beer drinking. Well, yeah. Unfortunately, Whoa. only two at, a, two at a time, though. They only let you buy two beers. But you only... I tried if to you explain. Hold one you know, I'm going to be on stage guitar. for an hour here. I need more than two. 
Oh, at a time. So you chug one and then, of course, you, what do you do? Balance it on, on the next. So if that was a few months ago. And Curtis, you say you just joined the band. Was that like your first big gig with them or? Uh, it was. Wow. Yeah. How was that? It was uh, pretty awesome, actually. It was uh, right on the main steps of the courthouse and pretty good, uh, pretty good open area. Lots of. Lots of good food, lots of good people there. So now, did you just answer a Craigslist ad? How did you get to join the band here? Uh, actually, um, <laughs> my dad is the bass player, and he's been with them for quite some time now. Oh, so we're missing someone. So you do have oh, a because yeah. I was yeah. going to throw my hat in the ring. I play bass, but I guess <laughs> I've been blocked by uh, Curtis's dad. There, fine. <laughs> yeah, Curtis uh, actually uh, has uh, played with us a few times on some other shows we've played. Curtis, uh, uh, is a very good uh, acoustic. Uh, very good guitar player, but he had uh, some acoustic uh, shows that he had played in the past. We asked him to open for us at a few uh, different places. Um, we did the, the charity thing, Carl, uh, over in Cut and Shoot. What was it? Uh, uh, the charity ride for uh, Hometown Battles. Hometown Battles. Pause for Heroes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. And uh, Curtis came out, and he, uh, he opened up for us at that particular show. So um, it just kind of grew from there, and he was just a good fit. And we're, We really like you, Curtis. So well, I really appreciate it. And we're recording this, so, you know, when we get the VH1, the dark years yeah. section, yeah. Just play, you said right. you liked me, guys. You're a liar. You're a liar. <laughs> You're a lying booby head. <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, I'm loving that. So let's get another song ready to go. It works for me. Uh, right. Which one are you going to do? Um, let's do uh, Hard Luck Woman. Do Hard Luck Woman. Okay, hold you on. mentioned oh. it earlier, and it happens to be... I like that. Do me a favor. Give me 14 seconds here. Let me try to get back to the uh, uh, my Facebook Live thing. You know? Screw them. Okay. Just go. No, no, no. <laughs> 12, 13, 14. <laughs> if you're just now tuning in right now, we got Soul Harbor in the studio, and they're about to do a live performance. If never I met you, I never have seen you cry. If not for a first hello, we never have to say goodbye. If never I held you, my feelings would never show. It's time I start walking, but so much that you never know. I keep telling you, hard luck woman, you ain't a hard luck woman. Rags, sailor's only daughter, a child of the water, to proud to be a queen. Tears from your eyes. I don't want to hurt you, girl. You know I could never lie. Keep telling you, hard luck, woman. You ain't. 
ain't a hard luck woman. Be a hard luck woman, baby, till you find your man. Rags, sailor's only daughter, child of the water, to proud to be a queen. That was Soul Harbor, man, right there. You're listening to Mornings with Lone Star. We're going to take a music break. More music coming your way here on Lone Star Community Radio. We'll be back, though, with more Mornings with Lone Star. Stick around. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12's Our City TV in Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.